Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Off the Bench NRL with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. All the big news and views from a big week in footy. Hello, uh, off the bench for another week, and it's the penultimate week in the NRL. No. Don't use it. But it's right. It's one of the biggest flog words around, penultimate. It's the second last round. See, penultimate sounds more intelligent than second last. Yeah. Because everyone knows what second last is. There's, there's a fair chance people out there don't know what penultimate means, including myself. <laughs> I just heard someone use it on Fox, so I thought I'd use it. They used it with the middle third. They did, and, and off the inside rates. left. Yep. Like the the way Cooper Cronk describes how some players move, mm-hmm. it's like they've snapped their ankle just to get into position, as Cooper Cronk <laughs> describes. How did we get onto that? I don't know. You start at me again. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to another off the bench. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Uh, Raiders centre Matt Tibico spoke to you and the Rats. Yeah. During the week, good man. Only 23 years of age, and funnily enough, coming from Auckland, you'd think he'd be a, a rugby boy, but grew up loving rugby league, went to Auckland Grammar, and you'll hear Rat. Um, oh, was there a little bit of private school chat between well, the two of them? They Did Auck- you understand their Auckland language? Auckland Grammar has oh, well, you went to. produced the most amount of All Blacks in the history of has New it? Zealand schooling. Yeah, so it's funny how he, he stayed in rugby league. He's always loved rugby league. The great, God rest his soul, one of the great men of rugby league, Peter Skull Holland found him in Auckland and brought him over to Canberra. He sold him a, he sold him a dream. He said, Canberra, exactly the same as Auckland. Get over here, son. Right. Where's the, Sorry, where's where's the harbour yeah. uh, in Canberra? He's a great young kid, actually. It's the first time I've ever spoken to him in an interview. Highly articulate and uh, yeah, he's a great Did great the kid. three of you just have like a private schoolboy chat for a bit and exclude all of us? Did you? Because you're all private schoolboy anchors. No, you know what Rat does? What? Rat drifts in and out. He's a little bit like a chameleon. He drifts in and out yeah. where it suits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when, when it's something that he can relate to himself, yeah. is that what you mean? Yeah. It always pushes the conversation towards surrounding himself. Yeah. Like yeah. you say, oh, you went to private school. I went to private schools. Or I went to TSS. I was an Australian schoolboy. I played with the Wallabies with Eddie Jones. I played. It had nothing to do with it. Rugby league and rugby union. Talk to me when you played rugby. Yeah. For your country. Mm. Yeah, I know. He's like that. 45 tests. Didn't even know the rules. N- and, and the other thing is, all he's remembered for now is he's a noodle thief. He's admitted to stealing my noodles yeah, during the week. he stole your noodles during the week. You, I was starving on Wednesday. You started an investigation. If I have. Yeah. How much do I owe your firm for that? <laughs> Saturday Outlook coming up too. Thanks to Pioneer Seeds. We'll look at uh, Saturday games for you. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland will preview the Cairns Cup what, and the Batuta Cup. Let's not forget Batuta, the the home of Queensland racing. I didn't even realise Batuta was an actual place until I looked on the... Yeah, well, I think we're a little bit shocked by that. So I'll have a chat to Nelson. He's got some tips to remember. You win some, you lose more. But now it's time for our running running hot segment, except nothing less than Australia's best ream. 
Uh, the big news from during the week was, wow, an assistant coach leaves a rugby oh, league team. stop it. That's all it is, Sats. Well, At no. the end of the day, he's thrown his toys out with the bathwater. He doesn't agree with South he's Sydney. He's throwing Co- his toys out with he's the bathwater. He's thrown bath out the bathwater <laughs> out with his toys. Has he There's his... nothing left in the bloody bath. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is he throwing the baby out of the cot? Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, don't uh, throw a baby out of a cot. Don't even suggest that. In fact, he's about to become a dad again in around about uh, four weeks' Sam time. Sam Burgess. Now, well, of course, he's a big identity. He's a, And he's a big in identity and passionate about South Sydney. Um, he feels as though that what the club needs moving forward because of the situation they're in is they're not setting the high enough standards from the right players. He questioned that. Uh, the head coach, Jason Demetrio, more or less has said, hey, Sam, I know how to coach these players. Fair call. We've got two completely different coaching philosophies and focus on the team. So can we you know, can we be able to put that together and yep. and get to the end of the season and, and make this work? Sam said, you know what, if I did that, it would be going against my beliefs. And Russell Crowe basically stood in and said, okay, well, if Sam, if you can't, well, it's probably best you step aside. It's a big for, call. For the better of the club. They have a very close relationship. Yeah, and Jace, you need to go on this path and let's hopefully get into the finals and let's all address this at the end of the season. So he's moving on to play the coach to Warrington Wolves anyway. Um, I but- just sat out of this. I just hope that if South don't make the finals and get and it comes down to that game against the Roosters, right? The well, Roosters have to win this well, weekend. It is. That's a simple. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah, yeah. But if it comes down to that, and the Rabbitohs lose. Mm. Uh, are then we going to cop another wave with, where your friends in the media will come out and just say, <laughs> oh, well, they should have backed Sam Burgess and not Jason Demetrio? I hope not because it comes down to more than just that game. Now, as, as a rugby league department and Blake Solly and Mark Allison, the head of their rugby league department, at the moment they would be saying, okay, this is a decision that's been made. We need to focus on ensuring we win that last game of the season in the regular season, which means we're in the finals. Okay, and then it's a new competition. Let's start again. Yeah, but if they lose that, I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is when they lose, if they lose that, I should say. Jeez, when? There will be there'll be a review into what's happened at the back after the season. After 10 rounds, South were leading the comp and were the odds-on favourite to be meeting possibly Penrith in a grand final. They've so, had a dreadful run of injuries. Latrell and Mitchell And Latrell Mitchell was out for about 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They absolutely. had a lot of players. They and had a lot what, of – sorry, what, sorry, just a minute. A lot of players in origin, yeah, particularly that, third origin. That's what forms part of a review. There's injuries. There's suspension. Why were we, we were, were players continually suspended? Uh, injury uh, injury through, through origin as well. What part does that play? Did Sam's comments have any credibility to them at all? All that forms part of a review at the end of each season, depending on where you sit. So they look tired, Sats, and I think the bye this weekend will help them greatly. Remember, they've had to hold on to their bye, their third bye, till the end of the year as well, where mm-hmm. a lot of teams have already had it, obviously. And I just think maybe a week off leading into the finals if they make well, it. I think it's tell. a, I think it's a godsend. I've got to say, um, I'm a huge supporter of Jason Demetrio, and I'm a huge supporter of Sam Burgess as well. I've got to say, even though Sam has raised his concerns and he's now moved on, it'll still make people look at themselves internally, which is a good thing. If you had to choose Team Sam or Team Jason uh, and you have to pick one, who would you you pick? No, you you have to. No, you can't. You can because this is going to be the headline and the promo from the show. (laughs) No, I shan't be doing it. Come on. No, because Jason's the coach and Sam can fight. So Yeah, I think from that I hear uh, JD. 
Uh, Sam, punch his head in. Uh, Could you? Can you do that? John Morris, the other assistant coach, is returning to the Tigers next year. Good signing. Yeah, and he put up his hand and said, listen, I'll stick around for the rest of the year. I'm on board. So the question was more or less words to the effect, is everyone willing to toe the line and follow the head coach? And this is where Sam said, you know, it goes against what I believe. John Morris has gone, absolutely. I'm here for the team. I've got a contract. I'm going to do whatever's needed. And then, yeah, he'll move on to the Tigers. That's a good Why? sign for the Why Tigers. Why would he move on to the Tigers and leave a, a, a much better club in South and go to the Tigers? Well, Particularly with all the rubbish that's still going on there. Well, there's, there's an opportunity for him to probably have more of a say around what the head coach needs to do with Benji being a rookie coach. And he's been an assistant for a long – he's been a head coach, John Morris. Yeah, Cronulla, yeah. So it gives him probably more of – the ability to have a lot more say about what the team is going to do. You reckon that's it? And also there's you know, there's the possibility that if if Benji doesn't work out as a coach, there's there's an automatic replacement. Um, but John Morris is not that sort of guy. He's not going in there thinking, okay, I'm going to take Benji's job. He's going to go in there and say, and he's played with Benji as well. So he's going to go in there and say, I'm going to help a mate out. We're going to form a really good coaching team. Mm. And – just continue to prove that he is one day going to be a head coach. They wouldn't – it's not good signs of them moving John Morris to the West Tigers in case Benji fails. No, no, it's about it's having – It's a bit early for that. No, it's about having strength. Your assistant coach. How coaches, many people does Benji need around him? Does it, This kind of indicates to me that he, he, he yeah. he's not a head coach. What, what do you mean? Well, he's got Sheensy there. Well, no, Sheens will end up moving aside. Yeah, no, but he'll still be the the head of football, no, right? No, I, I, my. You think he's going to leave altogether? I think I think Sheens will head back to the UK. Right. Okay, that's just my opinion. So that's not that's not knowledge, or no, that hasn't been announced. No, but I, th- I think Tim enjoys the UK. Yep. And I think I well, the think, weather's great. <laughs> I think he'll move back over there, not for a coaching role. I think he'll just move over there. Right and again. retire, maybe. Yeah, possibly. he doesn't need this rubbish. Um. So really, he's he's only got Robbie. Right. Okay. And he'll have John Morris. Well, that makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. So, but, you know, but still, leave a chance to win a premiership to go to the West Tigers. That that joins a basket case. I don't care. These changes aren't going to help. You know that. Well, what, what they're help, not going to help. What helps is when you win. No, no, no. Yeah, but that's, mate. I'm sorry. Win, winning glosses over a lot of you, problems in your club. The problems at the West Tigers are above. Yeah, absolutely. But and, but a lot of them, and they're not going to be changed, are they? So but, you're going walking into a basket case. But a lot of the time, the executive management team don't run out in the field each week. They don't run out in the field. So it, all you got to do is, is win win some games. Is Fulton staying? Is Benji Benji happy with Fulton? Don't know. Don't know. I mean, Scotty Fulton, I'm led to believe, is refuting that that there's any problem with Benji. Well, there is a problem. Well, is well, Benji there, refuting it? What, what, <laughs> I, what I would say is there was, there was a problem when ha- Scott Fulton came into the role. Yeah. That started off on a really bad – that started off on a bad – a bad um, uh, situation yep. within the organisation from day one. So, um, so Scott Fulton, who Benji apparently had a problem with, has denied that Benji's got a problem with. Yeah. Him. So has Benji come out and said anything? Don't know. Okay, we'll park know. that one, mate. You've been on Sports Day. I think this is your eleventh year. If mm. you were to leave this year, and I hope you don't, mm. right? Uh, is a barbecue a nice enough gift for you? <laughs> you when you leave? That's what Luke Brooks got from the West Tigers, a bloody barbecue. Is that something you give to a guy who's never won a grand final or made the finals? Um, well, see, the context behind it, Jace, and the listeners would probably know this now, and they may not, is that they actually asked his 
wife or his partner, what would be a good gift? And she, he, her, from all reports, again, she said he loves to cook. Yeah, but a barbecue is like a Father's Day gift or Christmas gift, yeah. not after serving a club for 11 years. I get it. The optics didn't look good, did it? Maybe because he didn't make the finals. Maybe it's a pair of tongs. I love it when he opened up the lid and was thinking, is there maybe a bag of cash under yeah, here or yeah. something? a watch. Oh, nothing. A watch. There's nothing in there. You know, there has been some gifts over the years that you got that are completely useless. Did you get anything from uh, the West Tigers when you retired? Yeah, they took my two the boots that I wore. Yeah. I remember the CEO, Steve Noyce, who was a great man. He walked in and said, can I grab your boots off here? I said, why? He goes, I would just want to use them for something. I said, yeah, no worries. So my last ever game, so I gave him my boots. This was after? Straight after the game, like within 10 minutes. And then at the presentation night, they and I only had one year there. They auctioned them off? They uh, they gave me my boots that I wore, yeah. and I'd worn those same boots for like three years. Yeah, wow. When I was at Penrith. And um, they dipped them in, in like this bronze, bronzy, goldy sort of plate. And they've been on, on a big plaque. And oh, what a horrible gift. It's good. I've still got it. I love it. But they it. gave you back your boots. <laughs> they technically didn't buy anything. And it still anything. had my orthotics in it, which cost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> what a crap gift. So That's uh, a good gift. No, Luke Brooks has done well. He's got a Barbie. Hopefully it's a Ziggler and Brown because they're good Barbie. That was a beef eater. Oh, was it? And I don't know what the beef eater is. No, that's like. just your, I think that's your run of the mills bunnings. You get those, no, they're nice Barbies. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's a weird one. And he had it? to put it together himself. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got bits missing. Imagine if they bought just out flat, <laughs> flat packs from Ikea. It would be. There's a flat pack. You Those barbecues you buy from Bunnings, <laughs> they, they come in flat packs. <laughs> I, hope he's got a, I hope he's got a man who does that for him. I've got a bloke. I pay him 50 bucks an hour, puts my stuff together. Now, that's the guy you gave me his number. He's yeah. never got back to me. Oh, hasn't he? Ever. Maybe I burnt him. <laughs> well, yeah, I had him as Anita's boyfriend a, for a while. A barbecue was an interesting one, wasn't it? It was an interesting yeah. one. Again, the optics didn't look good. I mean, there was a reasoning behind it because he loves to cook. But if he loves to cook, yeah, you go and spend a lot of money on a like a maybe <clears> installer. <throat> it all comes under the salary cap, but. All right. An yeah. installer. Comes under. No, no, you install, maybe go to his house and install like a big outdoor, outdoor, uh, like kitchenette. And yeah. Does, sorry, does a barbecue as a parting gift come under the salary cap? That would come under the salary no cap. No way. Yeah. Seriously. Well done, uh, Luke Brooks, uh, on your barbecue. I hope they gave him a meat voucher at least. Mm. Yeah, because you go and buy some rump then. Well, that'll come under the salary cap. Well, again, yeah. postage. Yeah. Geez, your postage fees, West Tigers, <laughs> this year. Very expensive. How come you're sending your postage from a butcher's shop? <laughs> yeah. uh, you got the receipt for that? Oh, no, look, that's the one we can't find. Incredible. No, again, not suggesting the West Tigers yeah. are rotting the tax office uh, at all. Reuben Garrick, named in Manly's 22 despite suffering a broken back. That tackle, oh, I'm with Rat on this. I don't think the law needs to be changed. And because and, go the other way around, right? Mm. If you're in attack... Mm. and a kick goes through, it bounces, goes up in the air, and the attacking winger or someone, and you're a metre out from the line, goes up to grab that ball, and you're the fullback. Do you have to wait for that person to land and then attempt to tackle? No, you just can't put him in a dangerous position. So the difference is what they're trying to argue now is based on the, the rule of the game, it wasn't a penalty because that's what the interpretation says. But when something like that happens, Chancellor Cookstar goes through – as he's jumping up high, Reuben Garrick, he makes contact with his legs. He goes, oh, he pulls his arm out too late. Yeah. The weight and gravity flips him over. And but what's he meant? Sats, I get that. I understand that. And that's 
that's and it's and it's no good that he's got a broken back. Mm. You know, he could have been okay, could have landed on his you know side or whatever and been okay. But what's the defender meant to do in that case? Well, it's a tricky one, right? It is. It is because there's so many moving parts. I think basically as Ruben Garrick comes back down to the ground, like they do now when you tackle people, you catch them. As they hit the ground, you catch them and you hold them up. You hold them up and then you slowly bring them to the ground. So in the in the event of the ball's a grubber and it kicks up all of a sudden, an attacking player jumps up into the, into the, uh, in the in-goal area, catches the ball. As a defender, basically, you've just got to, you've got to catch him. And the players these days, they get players around them, they hold you up. We see in nearly every second tackle in the NRL. I've started to sway a little bit. I've gone, nah, the interpretation says that's no penalty, so I'm happy with that. But as I've watched a little bit more of it, I think, no, nah, he was put in a dangerous situation. So don't worry about the interpretation. The argument is, was he put in a dangerous situation? Yes, he was. Could have broken his neck. But how can he help that? And we don't want to see that. Again, in hindsight. And at the pace of the game. Again, adrenaline's involved. Mm. Ball goes up. Ruben Garrick jumps up as high as he did. As he takes possession of the ball, Chancellor Cooks there waits. As he, just as he comes down, you catch him and you hold them. Just hold them. And which. which Cradle them like a baby. No, not, not, not off the ground. As their feet touch the ground, you just, you just grab them. Why can't and you hold them? Why can't that in this case? Why can't Ruben Garrick wait for the ball to bounce, then grab the ball? Yeah, He's putting himself in that position by going up for the ball. Yeah, which you're always, and no one wants to hurt him. Well, you're always going to do that as an outside back and a fullback. That's just what you got to do. It's part Absol- of your job. So imagine that if that's an attacker, mm. and you got so Mike Asiva going for the ball, going for his fifth try on a <laughs> Thursday night football, and that happens, and you're and you're the fullback, you're a Dylan Edwards or someone. I'm not waiting for him to hit the ground. Yeah, well, I'm um, no way he'll he'll murder me. Yeah, unfortunately, and 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 some of the outside backs are so big, it's going to be hard for them to hold them up. But and if it's a crossfield kick or something, Sats, there's not a lot of other defenders around. Unfortunately, it's another little thing like shoulder charges. You just you keep reinforcing it and keep reinforcing it until the point where there's only a few of them. But this is within happen. the laws of the game. I, I, I mean, know. PVL will change it. They'll change the it. And it takes a situation like that for everyone to sit up and go, hang on, how is that in the game? Well, Accidents happen. Though. When it happens like that, you think, well, maybe we need to look at it. And there's, again, it was, it's like shoulder charges and all of them. They, they, they look at it, they change the interpretation, and we move on. Well, hopefully Ruben, well, Ruben Garrick's back is broken. Can't get worse. He'll take some painkillers and, and possibly play this weekend. Except nothing less than Australia's best. And it's Staller Ram, Australia's favourite hot water. This is Off the Bench. We'll look at Thursday night football next. More Off the Bench NRL soon. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a moment. Search Off the Bench NRL on iTunes or Spotify. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Goes to Gutherson. Here's Brown. Brown takes him on the outside. Oh, and they flick it back to Sevo. Mike Acevo scores a cracking Parramatta try. What a start for Parramatta. The pass from Dylan Brown. They tried to go to the youngster, Jesse McLean. They got the pass away, and Mike Acevo, that's what he does, scores a brilliant Parramatta try. Here comes Yo. Yo goes out the back now, clearing, oh, great clearing away to Luai. Here's Young Jenkins. Oh, he's got he's support. Free. The Peach. The Peach goes over. The Panthers proud. Six points to four and a kick to come. 
That was brilliant work from Luai. He found young Jenkins, and the car sales replay will tell you the story. But it was slick work from the Penny Panthers. Gutherson, he's a chance. They're short on the other side. Sevo, long pass. Sevo's going to get this double. This time, Sevo goes over and scores another. They couldn't deny him. Here, Mike Sevo, he picks up two. And Parramatta have a chance to go up by eight. Things really ominous here. Right to left, long pass away. Dejanazi, Gutherson, Numbers. Gutherson away. Here's the hat trick for Sevo. Oh, Nostradamus, you beautiful man. How did you see that happening? Sevo picks up the third, and there's still 16 minutes remaining in the first half. Right-hand side now. The pass comes to Brown. Did he play a major part? Gutherson, Gutherson. He's got wheels. Gutherson's going to score another. Four first-half tries against the Parramatta Eels. For the Parramatta Eels, rather, against the Penrith Panthers. That's what we're used to saying here. And Parramatta make it 22 points to four and a kick to come. Guffo is the heart and soul. A little chip kick here coming across for Bailey Sommet since the target. McLean's got a leap high. Oh, he's Gutherson, the man we've been speaking about. Can you believe it? In just over 40 minutes, Parramatta have five tries. Decent kick. Oh, Crichton, nice play. Oh, to Cleary. Cleary goes straight through. Well, that was like the 91 grand final when Royce picks up his second. Yeah. It was a little scrum play. No, sorry, a little dropout play. Cleary goes straight through. Oh, Parramatta. Sevo gets four. Mike Sevo gets four. Can he get five? That's the question. Here yeah, comes Martin. Martin's got Jesse McLean next to him, but he can't see him. And Liam Martin scores with four minutes remaining in game 100, if you don't mind. Great. Now to Cogger. Over the top they go. And Jenkins is on the highway to the try line. So there you go, Parramatta. Not the season you wanted, but certainly the last game result that you wanted. 32 points to 18. Parramatta have remarkably defeated the Panthers by 14 points on home soil. Remarkable how this has played out. We were talking about this off the air, um, Sats, uh, before we came on air today, and it was just like, um, geez, are we starting to see a few holes in the Panthers' defence? Because Parramatta made them... I know they had some players out, and Parramatta didn't have Mitch Moses. They're... they're their playmaker. But, geez, they made him look ordinary in defence on a few occasions, yeah, didn't they? No Dylan Edwards, who was really the, the chief of their defence. Yeah. And what I mean by that, he's the guy that communicates and, and slots players into holes and tells players as they're coming back in the defensive line where the numbers are. So he's very important to the side. Losing Luai to the shoulder injury when he was trying to score geez, a try. That look. Awful. Looked horrible. I think he'll miss next week. He's lucky not to have broken his arm. Yeah, I know. It, 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 depending what the scans will say, if he hasn't torn any ligaments, I think there's a chance he'll probably miss next week and play first week of the finals. And he'll do it under sufferance, and he'll be a target defensively. How good did his hair look when he was leaving the field? They should though? have been playing the Soul Glow ad behind <laughs> it while he was waving his hair in pain. I, I raced out to the supermarket to buy Pantene. <laughs> Pantene, remember that? Yeah, yeah, it still exists, you know that. No, Scotty Sorensen as well. Right. So they had a couple of people out. Um, Sonny Taruva is, was out, but in saying but that... their attack wasn't their issue. No excuses. They won, when you look at the stats, the boring stats of a game, they won everything, the Panthers, except on the scoreboard, which yeah. meant two things. One, their attack wasn't streamlined. Um, two, the Eels defended really well if they lost all those battles, like possession and meterage, all that sort of stuff. But most of all, um, their defence, the defensive lapses from the Panthers, which we don't see regularly, from they've been so they've been averaging twelve or 13, 13 points a game 
this year, which is the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, the best defensive side I ever saw was the 95, 97 Manly team. They were amazing. They're better than them by the length of the straight. But last night we saw some lapses. And the reason being is because Parramatta were unpredictable. Yeah, they were, weren't they? They thought, you know, we've got nothing to play for. Let's just go out and just try some things. They'd go down really short, short sides. They'd kick early and tackle counts. They'd, a lot of offloads, a lot of passing early on in the tackle count. When Melbourne were flying, that's how you used to break Melbourne up. If you try and play Penrith at their game, they're going to strangle you to death and they'll beat you every day. High risk, high reward that last night, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so you be a little bit unpredictable. You can maybe come away with some right results, and that's what Parramatta did. How good was King Gutho? That's probably one yeah. of the best games I've seen him play this year. Not mm. only did he, not only did he play well, he managed the referee well as well. Yeah. I mean, he lost a couple of battles, but he was he was on. What and I love then, about and him then is limping around in the end, trying to stop Cleary from running oh. around under the, under the post when he only had one leg. What I love about Gutho is that you could take him into any battle, and it doesn't matter what jersey you gave him, he'd just go, "Yep, let's go. I'm yep. ready to go." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, good win by uh, the Eels, but a little too late. Uh, they're the only team to beat the Panthers twice this year. Yeah, and they always have been a bit of a bogey side. For we Penrith. talked about that on Sports Day, didn't we? But I've got to say, have have they, and Titans were like that in the first half last week as well, a little bit unpredictable. Have they set a bit of a blueprint for other teams to try and execute during the finals? I don't think they'll be too concerned, Penrith. It's the loss you need, isn't it? Well, the finals. they just want to finish first, second. They don't care about getting the 100,000 yep. minor premiership. But in saying that, Ivan Clear would be a little bit concerned with some of the defensive lapses. They'll get Dylan Edwards back next week. Yeah, probably. Do yeah. you arrest him? No. I mean, it depends how the Warriors go too, no. right? I would. Re- well, this is bad news for the Cows because if they would have won last night, they would have rested a heap next uh, absolutely. week. Absolutely. No, they're going full guns Great blazing Great news for the week. Bunnies. <laughs> Come on, Penrith. Yeah, they'll go full guns blazing <laughs> next week. Right, yeah, that's our wrap-up of Thursday Night Football. Matt Timiko from the Raiders joins uh, Sats and Rat. Had a chat to him earlier this week. Uh, Joins the show next. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Threads through a hole. That's far too simple. Oh, Burton missed him pointlessly, and Timiko gets tried too. He is a powerful centre, one of the most powerful centres in the competition. Mm. Can I... Can I divulge this on you, Maddie? Rat? Mm. Remember, you know, remember what you could be spending your money on, okay? Um, he's my first anytime try score every week. Oh, right. This guy. Yeah. He's so making you some money. I'm not going to put him under too much pressure. But he's joining us on Sports Day. Canberra Centre, Maddie Timoko joins us on a Tuesday night. How are you, Maddie? Good, mate. How are you? Really good. Now we're into the back end of the season, about to launch into the finals. Yourself, how... How are you feeling? How's the body? No niggling injuries? No, the body's good, mate. Um, obviously, you know, coming up to the finals, we've got um, two games left and the two really tough games. Um, we've just got to take them week by week. Mm. Yeah, nice one. Now, Matty, you're an Auckland Grammar boy. Now, it, it, Auckland Grammar has produced more All Blacks than any other Doesn't school really? in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, did you start out playing rugby? Was, was rugby where it started for you? Um, no, I was definitely all league growing up. Um, and then it wasn't until I kind of uh, went to school where I, I started playing in under 15s rugby. Yep. And then after that, they kind of had a uh, a year off of rugby just to go back to league because um, that's obviously my my main uh, passion. Yep. And then kind of the last my last year, um, I got the op- I got an opportunity to kind of play first 15. So um, 
I played that, and you know, as 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 much of a league boy as I am, a heart, I, I really uh, thoroughly enjoyed that season. Yeah, yeah, I, I played first fifteen rugby, and I, and I got to say, out of all the things I did in my life, it still holds a very fond place in my heart. So, so tell us, how did you end up in Canberra? Uh, well, it started from Pete Mulholland. Um, I oh, think. God bless him. He, um, yeah, what a great guy. yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah, very, very sad what, what happened to him. But yeah, he ended up um, coming over and watching one of our rugby games, and um, kept in talks for a couple. Um, for a couple of weeks, and then yeah, slowly as the season progressed, kept coming in, and eventually got us a sign to um, come over once school was done. How did you not get run out of Auckland, not playing rugby? I know after school, it's unusual. I think yeah. it's changing. The, the guards changing over there a little bit, particularly now with what the seems what the Warriors, Warriors is the doing. hottest ticket in town at the moment, Matty mm. over there. Yeah, um, it's, it's definitely a rugby dominated um, country, but yeah, no, it's really good to see what the Warriors are doing. Um, you know, they're bringing a lot of eyes and the more attention to uh, you know the rugby league sport, and um, you know it's great to see how far they've come this year. Um, you know, being from New Zealand, um, you know you can't help but um, just kind of admire what they've uh, been able to achieve this year so far. So why not the Warriors? If seeing you're a league boy, did you grow up watching the Warriors, liking the Warriors players, or was it just the yeah you know, skull Pete Mulholland, who's one of the great guys of all time? Great did he just being. was it? Did he just romance you to the point where he? He made Canberra's just like Auckland. <laughs> Come over. Yeah. <laughs> He's no Pete. He's got a way with words. So. He has. Yeah, look, he, he said all the right things to us at the time. And, um, yeah, you know, um, got me and not only me, but got my mum to come over as well. So it kind of helped me um, with the transition. Yeah, good stuff. Now, winning last week against the Doggies, you're in the sixth position. 32 points. We all think 32 points obviously gets you into the finals, the first week of the finals. Mm. Do, you, do you walk off the field and say to Jack White and – Hey Jack, guess what? Don't need you. We don't need you. <laughs> Have another week off. <laughs> oh man, nah. Legs is definitely you know he's a, he's an integral part of this team. Yeah. Um, you know he's someone that kind of um, embodies the Raider, and um, and so does Jared as well. And um, you know coming up to this week is um, it's going to be a very emotional week for both of them because this will be their last um, you know regular season game where uh, or te- um, potentially last game at all where mm. their home game. Um, home game for them, so you know it's going to be a really, um, a really emotional week for them, but and for us as well. But you know, um, we're just going to have to, you know, treat this like it's um, just another game, and um, you know, try not to play with emotion, just um, play our kind of style of footy. Yeah, you're right. It only lasts so long until the last five or ten minutes when you can probably draw on it. But in saying that, you mentioned Jared Croker. Loved him as a player. I remember calling him in the under twenties comp back in two thousand and eight when they won the comp. What sort of teammate is he? Because I've heard he's a clean skin, no skeletons in his closet, loves his horse racing. But as a teammate, what's he What's he like? Oh, mate, he's awesome. Um, you know, for someone that's kind of achieved his, um, you know, sort of got to his achievements, man, he, do, he doesn't, um, you know, he doesn't walk around like it. He, he's basically just one of the lads. You know, he'll talk to anyone. Um, and, you know, on the field, skillful, um, probably one of the most skillful people I've ever kind of um, seen play the game and um, also just, you know, his, um, his easiness to come to. Like, if, if ever I've got a question, especially when I was younger, I'd, I'd go to Jared and Jared was pretty, um, you know, pretty helpful, not only to me, but to uh, the younger players coming through as well. So, you know, he's definitely a team first guy and um, like I've said before, he's, he's the embodiment of what a Raider is. Mm. Yeah, now, mate, we've all seen um, some of Ricky's press conferences this year. 
um, the disappointment. And uh, I, I know Ricky, and I and and I know he is a he is a players coach. He I love loves him. his players. I love him. He wants mm. to protect his players. He wants to look after his players. But th- th- mm. does he come? Does he come at you guys from that? I'm disappointed, or does he come at you as like I'm angry? Um, I think after the one, uh, the game we played against the Storm, it was it was angry, and <laughs> you know we deserved it too because you know we we had a top four spot in the line, and obviously you know we didn't deliver that day. But um, you know that's that's just him. He wears his heart on his sleeve, um, you know, especially after after footy. You know, it's hard to kind of um, sometimes rein in. Um, your feelings because you know you're already um, high on the on the adrenaline and stuff like that. So um, yeah, look, we we got our first spray on um, on the uh, was it Sunday Sunday yeah. yeah. But then look, that um, it's okay. You come back and um, we did a review on Monday and just you know just said to flush it and you know that's exactly what we did. We didn't want to let that waver our confidence and um, yeah, you know we kind of just we did our review. Um, said what needed to be said and then after that we just flushed it and move on to the next job. Yeah, nice. He's the sort of coach you would have loved to play for, mm. I reckon, Ricky. Oh, I, know if, I know many that have played for oh, guys hot, that loved Remember him. how bad he was to play against? Mm. Oh, he just didn't shut up the whole game, Ricky. Yeah. Now, um, I've done my research, Matty, and my research and my some of my uh, my spies have told me that you're really good mates with Big Red, Corey Horsburgh. Apparently joined yep. at the hip, both of you. Now, is he number one sloppiest rig in the NRL, or just probably top three, top five? Uh, I don't know. You know, he might not have the ads to show, but man, he can. You know, he, he can pull out an eighty-minute performance yeah, a big thrower. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, he's um, yeah, he is a really good mate of mine, and um, you know, it's awesome to see how um, what he's doing this year, especially with the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, he's just been um, constantly getting like little injuries and stuff like that. So see him kind of, um, you know, doing what he's, um, you know, capable of. And you know, people have been kind of um, knowing that he, knowing what he can produce. It's yeah, it's good to see it coming off this year. Now you would have been more excited than any of us because you're so close to him. when he finally made his Origin debut. Mm. And when he ran out, he looked like a throwback to the '80s, didn't yeah, he? he? Playing did. with Greg Dowling and those mm. sort of guys. But when he played, now is it true that? You, you you had a Corey Horsburgh T-shirt on, was it for Origin Night? Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Did it just have his head on it? <laughs> yeah, just a, just a picture of his head. One of the boys, um, <laughs> one of the boys, yeah, one of the boys got it printed out. Uh, you know, we I thought he was kind of uh, taking the piss at first, and then um, he took a photo of the shirts. He had a lot of them uh, printed up five or six out for the rest of the family members are coming down too. So yeah, we all got around it and wore it. It was a good night. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, nice. Great stuff. Now, I love these two players, and I don't know how competitive they are, but they look like two of the most competitive. Well, one one would be a pest because he takes after his dad, mm. Simon Wolford. The other mm. one just looks like a little scrapper in Tommy Starling. Yep. So if you had to throw both of them in a cage fight, who wins? Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. I'd love to see Tommy win. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. You know, James Forbes is a bigger body, but um, yeah, Tommy's really fast. He knows how to move, but um, I'll definitely be in Tommy's corner. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I want to ask you about one of your firebrands, Hudson Young. Is he as angry off the field as he is on it? <laughs> uh, he's he's another one that's, you know, he's calmed down a lot um, <laughs> over the years. Obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've known Huddy since I first moved there in 2018, and um, 
yeah, he's he's had a lot of uh, massive growth, not only on the field but off. Um, obviously, you know, he's had his, he had his little um, things off the field that's kind of uh, they kind of affected him earlier on, and even when he first started playing with the um, you know the eye gouging and that. But you know, he's come a really long way since that, and um, he's in the leadership group at the moment, and I think mm-hmm. he's only about twenty four, twenty five. So to be you know that yeah that young and um, put into the leadership group kind of um, you know speaks volumes of how he's grown not only as a uh, player but as a person too yeah, so, yeah. outstanding yeah, player such player. a competitor isn't he mm. that week he came back from Origin I think it was at Wollongong he pulled off a tackle a, a real desperate tackle that needed to be made it was a it was a big play uh, that night now before we let you go obviously playing the Broncos this week had some good victories over the years the Raiders against the Broncos in Canberra you got that negative differential which try to focus on too much but how does Ricky change the mindset can Ricky change it, or does that got to come from the playing group around your defensive mindset leading into the finals, Matty? I think it's got to come from the playing group. Um, you know, you can get told all the stuff um, in the world, but whether you have the mindset to kind of show up and do it, that's another thing. So uh, that's another thing we've been working on too, is just the players keeping each other accountable and, um, you know, just kind of trying to get these little one percenters right. And, um, yeah, you know, the coaches obviously have their things to say, but I think it should be it's more... Uh, it's more effective when it comes from, you know, the players. Yeah, awesome stuff. Love watching you play. Outstanding watching you play each and every week, Maddie, and love watching the Raiders play as well. And, well, you're going to be finals bound first week of September and uh, can't wait to see that as well. So thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Really appreciate you taking the time out. No, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, it certainly does. Racing is uh, continuing every day across the Sunshine State. Chris Nelson uh, is joining us now. Nelson, hey, listen, busy week in Queensland. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the Cairns Cup. That's going to be, that's the feature race. But uh, the Batuta, it is. is it the Batuta Cup as well happening this weekend? <laughs> It is the Batuta Cup, but if you uh, if you want to have a bet on the Batuta Cup, Jase, you're going to have to get in the car or whatever mode of transport you like and, and get out there because it's not a TAB meeting, so you won't be able to uh, to get a bet on otherwise. But I can tell you there's six races at Batuta, and the Cup is race number five at 4.20. Is that the Batuta Advocate uh, Cup? Is that the, is the one set? <laughs> Where is it? Near Birdsville. <laughs> Right, okay. So mm. that's a few long necks in it's the car, long isn't it? Way yeah. away. <laughs> if we leave now, that, we should get that. There. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense because Birdsville's on next weekend. So oh uh, wow, yeah, I it's uh, obviously well a bit of a pipe opener for uh, for Birdsville. But um, have we boys? Yeah, have we mate. just invented the daily double bucket list? The Batuta Cup followed yeah. by the Birdsville. Won't yeah. even have to shower for a week. Exactly. Well, it's no different to your. <laughs> Weekly routine, weekly as routine as it is. Yeah. So let, let's focus on the Cairns Cup. It's it's the start of a pretty big racing season in Cairns, isn't it? Because the the amateurs is a couple of weeks away. Spot on, Jace. Yeah, the amateurs is two weeks away. So what we'll see on Saturday is Namazoo trying to win his second Cairns Cup uh, in succession. Of course, he won the race last year. Uh, then he'll go on, all being well, and tackle the amateurs. And if he can win all three, the Townsville, the Cairns, and the Cairns amateurs, he'll He'll, uh, he'll do what the Horovian did a few years ago by winning all three. We know how much of a legend the Horovian was. So yep. good luck to Ryan Wiggins. Good luck to Connections. Good luck to everyone uh, on Saturday. Through your massive hours of research for this weekend, mm-hmm. 
What numbers am I putting down, Nelson? I'll give tell you what, tips. Uh, Sats, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a very, very hard meeting at uh, Doombin. I'd be totally honest with you. He's I've done struggled no to research. find a standout bet. But, no, no, I have. I've done, I've done a lot, but it hasn't helped me. I will give you race seven, number six. This is probably named Sats after Jace. Yep. The player. Yeah, true. The player. True, yeah. I don't yep. like um, <sighs> And you'll you'll probably get decent odds. You won't get it won't be short. So uh, something uh, decent there for the player. Each way did run really well a couple of weeks ago. Flashed through between runners. Probably should have won. So race seven number six to player. And look race six number seven. Vodka Martini just keeps on winning. Bit of a tougher task on Saturday, but the inside gate's a big help and not that short in the market. So I think he's still probably at you know at black figures at least is worth a bet. So six seven and seven six. Can you tell me what a black figure is? Can you educate me? Yeah, when it's not when it's not in the red, as in odds on. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> odds you. odds on is red figures. We gotcha. don't want any of those. Sats, you won't know this, and nor will our listeners. But when I was on my deathbed last week, yep. uh, Nelson came to my rescue with mm-hmm. a couple of really good tips. Really? Um, what was that horse, Nelson, that you've been tipping week in, week out, and it finally won on its last run? What was it last? April week? in Augusta. April in Augusta. That's his, that's his horse. Is that your own? It is. Well, it yes. finally won, mate. Yes. Well done. You're in the money. <laughs> no, no, she's uh, she's won a couple of races now, but uh, no, she uh, that was excellent. She won the last race last Wednesday at, at Eagle Farm, and she'll be running again in a couple of weeks. So, looking forward to that. Good stuff, mate. All right, check out yeah. racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. There goes Nelso on uh, off the bench. Jeez, that would be a good daily double. That's a, that's a bucket list item. Batuta into Birdsville. Mm. Let's do it. I don't. I know. Batuta. Shower before you leave and when you get home. Well, but you wouldn't shower. No. Well, Batuta's on the way out of Birdsville. A little bit of a, a turn off. But Birdsville's after Batuta in the racing as well. It is. Yeah. yeah. So I tell you what. What a night. Be, what, a, what a weekend. She'd be a wild, isolated couple of weeks, wouldn't it? Uh, and I think I'll be isolated when I get home as well. Uh, now it's time for our Sports Day Outlook. Thanks to Pioneer Seeds. Optimise your canola with new Optimum GLY hybrids from Pioneer Seeds. Storms uh, host the Titans at Amy. They'll get that done easy. Right? Yes? You think so, yeah. Roosters must win against the Tigers. Uh, Teddy out. Manu named at fullback. That's his 18th position on the field this I, year. I know he's a great fullback. One of the best fullbacks in the world, even though he doesn't play there. This is really risky. I think the Tigers could create an upset there. Well, new coach um, in Benji, yep. taking over full time. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they showed some guts and determination last week against the – and undermanned Dolphins, but yep. still had to get the job done. Raiders host the Broncos at GIO Stadium. What a game. This Croker would be a great and Jack game. Whiten, if name. Well, yeah. Last home games for the Raiders. Reynolds is out. So Whiten has been named in jersey number 20, so there's a chance he'll play. So, yeah. They've just got to win. They've got to win the Raiders because they've got a bad four and against. Now Adam Reynolds is going to be difficult for the uh, for the Broncos down there. Rightio, optimise your cropping rotation with new Optimum GLY herbicide tolerance trait canola hybrids. From Pioneer Seeds. We've got to go, Satsy. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. What about Sunday? Knights versus Sharks. Wow. Swans versus Melbourne. Mm. Hopefully we've got another friendly goal umpire as well in that game. (laughs) Have a good weekend, everybody. Catch you next week.